The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. It was one of those things where he knew I was right. But yet he was still trying to be sure? like the aggressor in the situation. I've been in a car with you, and it's rare that you're right. No, I'm usually right. I'm usually just way overreact. What's going on, though, with this thing, this time, I was 100% in the right. And the guy knew it. And that's what made it, well, it was probably worse because I smiled also. I was smiling at him. And you wonder why everyone hates you at Cornhole. <laughs> And I everywhere. did smile at him. That's <laughs> yeah. when the finger came up. But, I mean, we had eye the contact finger? for Greg. a long time. And... I have told you about no, your it wasn't overuse me. of the finger. It wasn't me. It wasn't me this time. It wasn't me. I promise. But I'm, I kind of recognize the guy, and I think I know. Wait, I'm what? pretty sure I've seen him. Oh. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And we are live here for the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. And of course, the podcast is available afterward. If you are a Supporters Club member, we're also working on some live video. So we'll be testing out some of that as well. And that's uh, the, the Supporters Club is six. $99 a month. The first week is free or $80 for the entire year. What a year. bargain. You get bonus episodes, uh, Fun Employment Radio off the record in the in the archives. You get uh, You get to see how the hot dogs in. made. You get to see how the hot That's really gross. Nobody wants to see how the hot dogs made. Uh, nobody does, but That is you know. a terrible phrase. But why don't you pay money to see how the hot dogs made? That's the such Fun Employment an Radio hot dog. gross way to say it. <laughs> see how the hot dogs made. Like, ew. That is not how that, that's not the selling point. That's not the selling point. I, I think thought it was such a sell- Well, you know what is a selling point is that I have seen the proofs for our Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. Yes. Enamel pins. Oh, my God. They are so cool looking. So I'm going to have them in my hands sometime within the next few days. And then they're going to immediately leave my hands and go out to everybody who's a member of the club. I feel like you've been saying they're going to be here like every week. But now like, I've oh, no, seen they're going to be here in two days. Oh, it'll be two days. Oh. Like, did you get hooked into a scam? That's well, what I'm worried about. I don't think so. Is this like an elaborate scam that you've gotten Fun Employment Radio involved in and I mean, now roped all of us I mean, into? he has our money, so <laughs> I hope that. <laughs> I mean, this was you handling this, and you just gave I've some guy so money I've been so proud online. of it, too. I'm like, Greg, look at how successful this is. These pins are going to be amazing, which, spoilers, they are going to be amazing. Um, <laughs> and I will get them. And I have all the, the envelopes already addressed and ready to go. I just need to... Get the pins to put inside of them. All right. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Well, hopefully. Anyway, we'll have the Fun Employment Radio supporters pins that will be arriving here soon. So if you are a member, you can go there. Funemploymentradio.com slash supporters. Awesome. All right. Um, so, so what I wanted to talk about is uh, what happened to me this morning on my drive. Yes. So, I want to know what you did. Okay. Now, you know that as a citizen here in Portland, Oregon, I've, I've talked before about how there are some issues. With your temper? No, no, not at all. I just, I think that people need to, need a re-education when it comes to driving in this city. And you're the person to teach them. Yes. I've talked before about my offer of snitch tickets. If I were to take over the governorship, the mayorship of Portland, I would offer up snitch tickets where you can turn somebody in for driving terribly at some point. I think that's something that, you know, could be a definite possibility. I think that would work out pretty well. Another thing, though, is this. So people in Portland have a real Real problem. And I drive every morning because I have to go to downtown. And, and I, what do so you I do drive. downtown, Greg? 
I go to Digital Trends mm-hmm. and film uh, DT Daily there every morning. And because it's early in the morning and I'm on camera and stuff, blah, blah, blah. I have to drive. So I'm stuck in the, in the morning traffic. There is a real problem in this city. I can already see where this is going. Of people not using their blinkers. It's like people are afraid they're going to get shocked or stabbed by using their, their turn signal to switch lanes or make a turn or do anything with them. People, uh, they don't use See, them. I haven't been having a problem with blinkers, and we'll get to your story, but uh, I've been having a problem on my drive from my apartment to the studio, which is about a mile and a half. Uh-huh. Yesterday, I was almost hit by three separate cars that all were just kind of rolling through a stop sign. And if I hadn't been, like, defensively driving and stopping before, when I didn't have a stop sign. Then you understand what I'm saying. I there do needs understand. to be some changes I haven't in this seen the city. blinkers. It's more so like, and the people look at me and I'm like, stop sign. You have a stop sign. Uh-huh. And they look at me like, what? what? What am I doing? I'm like, it makes me so angry. This is another reason why you should vote for me for mayor of Portland. I think this is something else that I could try to help out with. So here's what happened yesterday, though. And this is why I'm a little bit, I'm a little. I thought it was this morning. Or, yeah, this was this morning. Okay. Um, why I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, that I might run into this person again, even though I was right. So let me explain the situation, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong here. So here's the deal. I was driving down uh, to give an explanation, Hawthorne Boulevard here in Portland. It's kind of one of the major arteries. It's kind of a shit show. And, uh, and, you know, it's not too overpacked when I'm on it in the morning because I'm there early enough, at least where I'm driving. But anyway, two lanes. Uh, I think it's like 35 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour. Well, no, I probably shouldn't say 40. I think you get a ticket for that. I think it's 30. What, on Hawthorne? Yeah. It's 25. Is it 25 the entire way? It's 25 miles an hour the entire way, which I drive, religiously drive the speed limit. Um, (laughs) Whoops. So, but I I was going with the flow of traffic. Anyway. That's very responsible. Here's what's going on. So, uh, there was a car in front of me. I was was driving in the left-hand lane. So I'm in the left-hand lane. There's a car in front of me. I was following that car. And admittedly, I was probably a little close to this car. I was about no. a car length behind. No. So I was about a car length behind. And I probably should have been back further than that. Probably. But that's not where the issue was. So I'm a car length behind. Aren't you supposed to be like three car lengths behind? Probably. Okay. So what just, I'm saying I, is... Just check. No blame. That's fine. Just, just that's checking. fine. Establish... Just we're establishing, establishing what where it was. And what's going on? About a car length behind, following at the same speed, and that's where like we were. Like your truck car length, or like a smart car car length? No, like my truck car length. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, like mm-hmm. my truck car length. So anyway, not I was a little bit close. That's not where the issue arose. So I'm establishing that I was a little bit close to this person. What happened is somebody in the right hand lane, out of nowhere, this car comes speeding up, and just cuts right in front of me. No blinker in between me and this car that I was following. So car number, we'll call it car number three. Car number three is the one that went in the is middle. Is the one in this okay. one, one in the other lane that just cut into my lane. Just I don't know, just real blatantly cuts into my lane. No turn signal, nothing. Just wedges himself in so much so that I had to slam on my brakes so that he didn't hit me when he's oh, flying into the oh other lane. No. Well, this is an issue. So there was no blinker at all, and just rammed himself in there. So, what do I do as any good citizen? I honked. I gave him a... And you did one of these. for and a I did one really of these. long time, I did one too. of these where you raised your hands up like, whoa, whoa. You know, I did one of... Can we be honest with ourselves? Like, you're never like a, like a casual, like, beep. No. You are a beep. beep. 
and it goes like longer I'm somewhere than you in the think- middle of that. Somewhere in the middle of that is no, what I did. Have- this guy was a jerk, though. He almost caused an accident. That deserves a honk. It, it deserves more than a quick like. Bah. I like how you don't have any other reasons except for like, well, I am deeming it to be true, and that deserved a honk. Well, everything so- I've said are facts. I mean, does okay. that not deserve a honk? I mean, I don't know. If somebody did that to you, what would you do? I would maybe honk. Or I'd be like. If they all, where you had to slam on your brakes because this person like cut you off and, into your lane. I mean, I wouldn't give a, a nibbler honk. I'd probably like give a little like beep. Well, but they need to know that they're wrong. How oh else are they going to learn? They know, they're an asshole. They know they're an asshole. Well, I don't think this guy realized how much of an asshole he was. And regardless, I needed to let him know. He needed to know he was an asshole. So I gave him a uh, about that length. One of those lengths. Long Which enough is to. Very long. Yeah. And then the. Uh, the hands in there. Uh. No, you don't. And you. There's profanity there, too. Well, yeah, but he can't hear that. Yeah. You, I bet you were like, what the fuck? Um, no. I, uh, maybe. Maybe. There's possible. I'm sorry. I'm just reliving every time you've done this when I've been in the car with you. Anyway, I did one of those. And we throw your hands up in the air. And at that point, the guy looks in his rearview mirror and. Boom. Middle finger to me. What? Middle finger to me. He is the one that cut me off without a blinker, jumped into my lane, gives me the middle finger. So at this point, I'm pissed. I am pissed. I am seriously <laughs> pissed at this guy. And so I'm like, motherfucker. So I, I, got, I was pretty mad. And uh, Really, you seem so even-tempered about it. And so... I followed along, and the thing is, he did all that, and traffic wasn't going anywhere. It didn't make any difference. He didn't get ahead of me. He didn't get behind me. And I, I maintained I was probably about two cars behind him the entire way down. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, watch, traffic's going to move up. I'm going to end up next to this guy. I'm going to end up next to him. And I watch him again, and this is ahead of me. He does the same thing to someone else, just goes, whoosh, jumps into the other lane. No signal. So now you have a cut somebody with off. Somebody else. So too. I'm like, yeah, he's doing it again. So it wasn't just a fluke. This guy is driving like an asshole, and he needs to know about it. He needs to know uh, more about it. It's my job to let him know. So, so I, as we kept going around, sure enough, we get to a stoplight, and oh god, and <laughs> and I'm sitting there at the stoplight, and I I got there first, and I know he's coming up next to me. So this guy, and he's, he's in a Honda Element, because um, I, I actually took a picture at one of the stoplights of him. Went, what color? Green Honda Element. I've got, I've got the picture. I've got his license plate number and all that stuff. So this guy pulls up, and I look over at him, and he's looking at me, and he's got like this kind of angry grimace on his face, like this staring at me. And I looked at him, and I was like, and I, I mouthed to him. <gasps> what? Well, we were making eye contact. And at this Craig. point, it's starting to dawn on me. I'm like, this guy looks kind of familiar. Like, I'm, I can't quite place him. But regardless, we're in this moment. We're in this moment right now. We're both at the stoplight. We've had an incident. The incident was probably about 10 minutes earlier. But both of us clearly know what went on. And so I'm staring at him. And he's staring at me. And he's got this angry grimace, you know, looking across his driver's seat. Because I'm on the right-hand side at this point. So he's looking across his uh, passenger seat at, into my window. Just Wait. So he's on the left-hand side. I'm on the right-hand side. Yeah, yeah. So he's looking from his driver's side across his passenger seat, staring at me in oh, my I'm, window. Oh, I'm getting it. 
And he's doing Sanger Grimace. And I look at him and I'm just like, turn signal. I mouthed turn signal. Why did you mouth blinker? That would be easier. Turn signal. Blinker. Blinker. Well, okay, maybe I blink. That could be headlights, though. Blinker. Doing if you have your hands like spreading out, that that could be headlights. Maybe blinker. Either way, I <laughs> turn signal. No, and I use my hands. I held my hands up. I was like turn signal, turn signal. And then it looks like you're like juggling a big set of balls. <laughs> yes, kind of like yeah. that. And so I did that, and then I, um, as I was doing this, he. He he gave that kind of angry nod look like mm, like I was right. So he knew I was right. Okay. And at this point, here's where All right, also I want to get back to the point where you said that he looks kind of familiar. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll I'll describe that here in a minute. So we're sitting there, and he kind of edged forward a little bit because he knew. And one of those things where it's like, I know I'm wrong. I'm going get to away, get away from this. I may have edged forward as well. Oh, of course you did. This is where maybe I I edged forward a little bit because, you know, I was waiting for the light to turn, and I got That's back a, even with stop him. Stop lying. Stop lying to everybody. And I, and I started laughing. What like like maniacally? Like, <laughs> because I knew I was right. This is a very strange interaction. And he just looks at me and he goes, "And he flipped you off again?" Yeah, and just held it there, held it there for like another ten seconds before the light turned, just holding his finger at me. <laughs> and at that point, I just started laughing more because I was like, "This is funny now." And so I started laughing more, and which I don't think made him very happy. He was not happy that I was laughing. Oh, he wasn't. He was not. He was not amused by this interaction. And uh, then he then he uh, made his turn real quick. Did the like squeal like? Oh yeah, squeals so around like, the Look corner. Look at me, I'm turning. Look at me. And uh, and then and then took off. I'm taking a look in the live chat. slash live Edward says I like this guy. I mean, he was a he was a shitty driver, regardless of the interaction of who was right wrong. Funny or not, he was a terrible driver. I mean, that's true. So he was cutting in and out of lanes. I, now I need to know, where do you think you know him from? Um, Is it somebody that I might know? I don't know if you would. I actually... Oh, he's not going to listen. Just He's a bearded gentleman. Okay. Um, he looks like he... Probably works uh, works in bikes, maybe, or may, perhaps frequents a local bar that we go to. I have an idea of where he works, and I don't. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I I have a pretty good idea. Like bicycles or motor, I, I motorcycles. I I am not going to say, but he may work at a business that I f- frequent, and so I'm a little bit nervous. And also, I believe he goes to a bar that I frequent. So I kind of have an idea that I'm going to encounter if this guy If it's a bar again. that you frequent yeah. and a place that you frequent, chances are I probably know this person yeah. too. And I don't know his name. He has a beard. But that, that describes everyone. I know. It's just looking at his face, I'm a little – I'm pretty sure I'll run into this guy at some point. 
The question is, though, what happens oh, then? God. Well, I wish you could tell me who it was. I don't know the name. I don't know well, the what, name, and I'm think... not going to be able to tell you. So just play with it as it is. Mm. These are the cards. And I don't know if you would know this person anyway. Okay. So, so now what, what do I do when, when we see each other? If we, if we encounter each other, say it's in a social setting at a bar, and we've got a friend of a friend. You pretend like it didn't happen. I do I, do I ignore it? I pretend it didn't happen because I'm going to recognize him. I'll know who it is. I'll be like, that's the guy. Do I just walk up to him and like hold my finger up and like, hoo, hoo. probably? Hoo, hoo, I say just hoo, pretend hoo. like it didn't happen. Pretend like it didn't happen, yeah. but I mean, he's going to know me too. He's going to recognize my face. I was laughing at the guy. I was laughing at him. Okay, there's some suggestions here in the chat that are coming through for a Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. Uh, Mr. Jenke says, Greg was certainly right, but he probably also pissed this guy off so much that he ran over a pedestrian a few minutes later. Oh, Greg. Your hands. <laughs> Greg, that was... Uh, Edward says, just prepare something to say like, sorry, man, you're a shitty driver and laugh. <sighs> I'm not sorry, though. I'm really not. I didn't do anything. I don't think I did anything wrong. So when you just, so situation. then what would you feel confident? I mean, you know, in the safety of your truck with your horn and your middle fingers and your I think vanity. I take this guy. I'm not talking about fighting the guy, Greg. I'm saying, like, what do you feel comfortable doing? I don't know. I'm not sure what to do. Because I feel like he's going to be mad. He was mad. This guy, this, this guy was, was angry. Um... So I think it's going to be how he's going to – I have to decide how I'm going to handle it. Am I going to I be... mean, does he seem like – if you've when you've seen him before, does he seem like uh, a little angry in life? <sighs> you know, I don't know him well enough to say one thing or one way or another. I mean, this isn't like a close friend or anything. This is like oh, a friend of a friend kind of person. So I, I couldn't tell you. But I can tell you how he seemed in his car, in his, in his Honda Element, seemed pretty douchey. Okay. Give him that interaction. I mean, and also a real shitty driver. Like, real shitty. And there's that part. So, like, even fact. if he's the nicest guy in the world, you're like, hey, I'm I still going to really... judge him on how shitty of a driver he is. Yeah. Yeah. I will definitely judge him on that. I mean, I saw a good 10 minute example of, of how this person drives, and it's terrible. So, is that like your bottom line? Like, if someone's a shitty driver, you just can't respect them? No, I could respect them as long as they're cognizant of it or, or act unaware. But when you start flipping people off and you're blatantly a shitty driver, like you're the if you're the problem, you don't you don't you get don't to get also to use, be yeah, yeah yeah you don't get to do both. So yeah, I will definitely judge that. Yeah, you cut people off and then flip them off. Yeah, that's kind of a turd. Move. It's a, it's a turd move, and so I will definitely judge this person. Yeah, on that, absolutely. Not you know, and it's not to say you know I've made some mistakes driving too, but I try to acknowledge. Greg, when I make you've mistakes. made a mistake. I try to acknowledge when I make my mistakes. I do the hand wave. I do the sorry, my bad, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then, then that would have been the proper way, like because it was all right for me to honk because he did almost hit me. No, the honk was fine. It was a little too long, but that's fine. Maybe a little long. If he did it on the wave, the the hold up the hand and wave to me from the back, like sorry, my bad, I got gotcha. you, boom. I would have laid off and be like, all right, he knows you made a mistake, creature, Greg. and this is fine. This is Our social interaction has concluded. You realize you made an error. Maybe you'll think about it next time. We're okay. We can go about our day. I like how you feel like you're just put out in this world to just, like, teach everybody lessons. I think I am. Well, I to think show what's acceptable and what's not. Lessons need to be taught. What would you say was the appropriate thing that he should have done at that situation? 
Well, probably like the wave thing, but I mean. So you're saying I'm right. I'm not saying you're right. I said maybe, perhaps. Or perhaps it was flipping you off because that's kind of funny. Hmm. Just some guy driving around. Yeah, he's real liberal with his finger. I mean, just. <laughs> so I think flipping, I, I think he did it the wrong way. Um, it's well, I can't wait to see you figure this out in real time when you bump into him on the street. <laughs> Mr. Jackie says, there are many things you could do to get punched in the face, and I'm sure you'll come up with the right one at the time. <laughs> That's the thing. Regardless of being right or wrong, this guy is, yeah, probably an angry, aggressive guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just judging by his driving and his oh, finger, yeah, yeah he's, he's an aggressive. He's, an, he's, an, he's a problem. Mm-hmm. He's a problem person. Uh, so... Uh, you know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> well, that sounds like an exciting morning for you. Yeah. So that's what happened. So we'll see if I encounter this this guy again. But that's that's where it is. All right. I, well, I hope that I'm there when this yeah. happens. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, um, should we do a little bit of World of Crazy? We perhaps? can. Here, let me pull up my. Okay. Let me pull up the thing real quick. Sorry, I was getting distracted by everybody's funny comments. Mm-hmm. I think I think I'm in the right. Let me know what you would do. How would you, how would you approach the situation? It's just like afterwards? every time I do something like that, I will see the person again. Because, but I was so in the small. right. I really feel like I was in the right. Yeah, that doesn't make it any less awkward though. Because I've had other people follow me for interactions before. I get in car interactions. It's a fairly frequent thing. There's one common denominator for some strange reason. <laughs> There's terrible drivers in Portland. That's the common and denominator. And it's your job as what, Mr. Like Driving Enforcer? I wouldn't say an enforcer. I would it say like, like moral authority. Nagger. No, I just like to let people know. You're kind of naggy. I just like to let people know. You know, maybe they're making some mistakes. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm glad that Portland has you to tell people what mistakes that they're making, Greg. You're welcome. I didn't say snitch tickets. Edward says, direct him to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bud, I got a podcast you might want to listen to. Do not invite sorry. people that you're screaming at on the streets to listen to our show. I could show. totally be friends with this person, maybe, but you are a shitty, shitty driver, and that is just a fact. And use your turn signal. And don't cut people off. And then flip them off. That's probably not going to help diffuse the situation. No, you're taunting him now. I'm sorry. You're terrible your, driver. I'm not going to... You're mo- using your verbal middle finger right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to back down from the fact that he's a terrible driver. All right. Well, there you go. you got to take a stand against something and against nameless yep. Honda Element guy. You're a yep. terrible driver. I could describe the stickers and everything about his car because I was... He cut me off, so I memorized everything on this car. And I could see you just... A, and I know you. I know you. And it means you're just sitting there, snap, 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 holding up your camera, like taking pictures, taking pictures of the license plate. I only did it at a safe stopping point because I know You know there's no illegal. safe stopping point because anytime that you use your phone I realize this. in the ignition, you, er, it's going to be inadmissible in court. Somebody else, anonymous passenger in my car, took the pictures. Can't prove it. The my anonymous- phone fell out and accidentally took the picture. Oh, yeah, that's true, because he can turn it right right around on you. What? For like, the... Yeah, he'd be like, all right, well, I'm the bad driver, but this guy, this dude's the one that's using his phone. Well, it's not like I'm driving talking to someone on the phone. Yes, I know it's all illegal. It's your word against his. I stu- I can assure you I do not drive with my phone this is in how you my get hand. Greg oh, up. he oh, breaks a teeny bit of a lot. The one other thing this oh, guy Jesus. had, too, he had AirPods in his ears, he had earbuds in. 
Wow. On top of that, I can't believe I forgot that detail. That was the other detail. <sighs> so many illegal things. Mm. Okay. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, first up. For some reason, this really made me laugh. It's really stupid, so I don't know why. Now that I'm looking at this, I don't know if you're going to find it funny or not. So this is out of Concord, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Uh, the New Hampshire Lottery Commission got into a little bit of trouble after they launched an ad campaign for the lottery where they just had the phrase, luck yeah. <laughs> for their thing, <laughs> for some reason, I found that very funny. But uh, but they actually had to have it removed because there uh, there were many concerns that the original phrase, uh, phrase sounded too much like profanity. So they've changed it to "wind time." <laughs> wind time. Wind time instead of "luck yeah." Wind time. Yeah. So it's been criticized that the phrase um, started showing up online and in television commercials where it sounded dangerously close to the F word. Uh, but the lottery executive director defended the ad, saying the word luck is an inherent part of playing the lottery and apologized if it's insensitive, but he added it certainly is effective. So uh, I guess they got a lot of complaints, so they had to switch it over. Mm. But luck, yeah. I think it's pretty funny. Me too. Maybe we can incorporate something like that into our Fun Employment Radio branding. Luck, yeah. <laughs> luck you for listening to Fun Employment. <laughs> <laughs> luck you for listening. <laughs> That sounded weird. All right. This, well, the first person that came to mind was Scott Daly. The second person that came to mind was you. This is a story about ketchup. Now, Greg, is it the... Why? Well, Scott Daly, because he's the master of ketchup. He's the ketchup king. But for you, I know that you have a healthy distaste of people that drive green Honda Elements and... Condiments. No, no, no. Elements and Only condiments. Only one. Only one. Elements and condiments. Only elements one person. Elements and condiments. Nothing against elements. All right. So, Greg, with the condiments, now what do you think is the thing that you dislike about them the most? All of them. I know, but is it like their texture? Everything. Is it the consistency? Is it because they're too, like, runny? All of those things. Is it too, like, creamy? Yep. All right. What about this? The taste, the texture, uh, everything about them. I really don't like condiments. All right, but you like cheese, right? Yeah, cheese is good. All right, so say that someone, perhaps in a Kickstarter campaign, has developed a way to put condiments into slices. No. You can get a slice of ketchup to put onto your burger. Wait, what? I don't understand. This is called a place, uh, this is Bo's Fine Foods, which is uh, being... Um, so they're trying to raise money right now on Kickstarter. It's called the Slice of Sauce, where they are actually yeah. making hardened, like hardened, but you know, like edible versions of condiments, Gross. starting with ketchup. What, like hard mayonnaise? You can get a slice of ketchup. That's so gross. So it's about four inches by four <gasps> inches. It's a slice that looks like a thick piece of, uh, like basically a fruit roll-up. But made of ketchup. So gross. And they're packaged like store-bought deli cheese. So you, yourself, if you would like to purchase one, well, if they'd get their funding, the benefits of ketchup slices are their ingredients are vegan, non-GMO, with no artificial flavors. Uh, it's a uniform ketchup application, Greg. So there's no soggy ketchup bread. Oh, 
Gross. And it will last up to a year in the pantry. There's no refrigeration needed. Why? Why is there no refrigeration needed? I don't needed? know. I don't know. You have to refrigerate ketchup, right? So it doesn't look like the slice. I don't know. I have always refrigerated ketchup. But then other people don't refrigerate ketchup. I've seen people who have open ketchup in their pantries. I mean, I hate ketchup, so I really don't know the answer. No, I, I always thought you refrigerate it. But then I have seen it yeah, in pantries. Just like peanut butter. Like, people have peanut butter sitting out. I refrigerate my peanut butter. You don't need to refrigerate peanut butter. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes. Are you sure, sure? Yeah, I'm sure, sure. Yeah, it's preservatives. You don't, you don't have to. But isn't it like vodka? Once you open it, it goes bad? <laughs> yes, just like that. Uh, no, yeah, you don't have to refrigerate peanut butter. Unless it's, like, maybe the all-natural stuff. Maybe I have to do that. <laughs> Mr. Jenkins says, Greg only likes food that's dry and unpleasant. <laughs> and I'd like to add on just like him. John says it always sits out at restaurants. That's true. When I worked at the snack bar, we had the packets. <laughs> oh, yeah, but if you've ever worked in a place with the ketchup, you know that all of those ketchup bottles are just old and disgusting, and you just keep refilling them from the giant jug of generic ketchup that you keep in the back. So at the bottom, it's always the same ketchup oh, yeah. that's been there for years? Yeah. If somebody ever makes it to the bottom? When I worked at, I will not say the name, because I don't want to get sued. Um, but yeah, our responsibility, one of the things, it's a chain restaurant. If you listen to the show, you know exactly which one I'm talking about. What, where you worked? Yeah. Something about bottomless? Nope. You worked at the bottomless place. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I always wear my bottoms. One of our responsibilities was, yes, filling in, except for it's never like it, it's like the Heinz ketchup on the tables, but in the back, it's just like juggo tomato juice. Wait, so like, it wasn't actually no. Heinz? Ketchup? It never is. Anyone who works in who really? has worked in the food service industry can tell you, yeah, you have the the name brand on the bottles at the table, but you just fill it with the generic like ten gallon jug of whatever tomato based shit you get. No kidding. I guess I didn't realize I mean it yeah. makes sense, but I never thought about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the crap. Like the cheap, cheap stuff. It's the cheapest. But you and put, it, put it you in put the... it in like the nicer bottles. That seems like it's illegal in some way. I mean, that would be with, like, vodka. And then they have it in that nice, they, they call it marrying the bottles, which makes it sound less <laughs> unpleasant. Marrying the bottles? Yeah, that's, that's what, what it's call called. It? You marry the ketchups. I had no idea. Yeah. It's like marrying means, like, you know, if, like, you have two half full, then you pour one into the other one and make, like, one I mean, I understand one. that. I didn't know the co- it was called marrying. It's called marrying. But also the fact yeah. that they're representing it as, as Heinz. Oh, yeah. What else do they do? Oh, so much. Oh, you've never worked in a restaurant, have you? But just the one that I ran, which is like the mini little restaurant, and I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, yeah. No, I clearly didn't of... cheat the system enough. Well, I mean, we... Never mind. But yeah. Wait, what did you do? No, I've talked about it before. There's a little turd, Evan. And uh, Evan was a little jerk. And his parents treated the place like a daycare, so they would drop them off, and maybe Evan's fries fall on the ground one time. And I was like, mm, whatever. Yeah. Serve it to him anyway. Yeah, well, it's definitely something you don't want to do. It was years ago. Statue of limitations. I'm sure Evan grew up fine to be a grew up strong little and healthy. asshole. All right, now well, he's a big asshole. If you do want to know where your ketchup is coming from, why not invest in ketchup slices? Ew. Gross. So it doesn't look like the slices melt. So basically, it's just like, a cheese textured so gross. patty fruit roll up of ketchup. You like ketchup? Would you? Eat I don't it? really like ketchup that much. What, what? What about mayonnaise? I do like mayonnaise. Would you like a slice of mayonnaise? I would for probably your eat a slice of mayonnaise on a sandwich. Gross. <laughs> a mayonnaise roll up? 
That's so gross. I mean, if it's between no mayonnaise and having a you a are mayonnaise real roll particular up. about your mayonnaise and sour cream. You I have know. to have it. I do. Well, you eat things dry because you're a monster. Yeah. Which is why I think you would I like will, this because it's just like a dry flap. I of like something. things toasted. Mm-hmm. Like I like my bread super dry, and. The only source of liquid in it should come from whatever the meat is and, like, lettuce. It's the only source. That's awful. That's an awful way to live. What a sad life. Super dry. That is so sad. I love it. Stick Triscuits in there to soak it all up. No way. I like some mayonnaise. I like some uh, putting some tomatoes in there to have, like, a little extra juice. Some some lettuce. Lettuce. Turkey. Yeah. Lettuce and turkey. Yeah. Guacamole. I like that. That's good. All right. Well, if you'd like to invest in this, it's called Slice of Sauce. Um, they might have hit their funding goal because I had this story yesterday, so I don't know. They had um, 13000 of their $15,000 goal yesterday. Uh, if you decide to back this for a $10 pledge, you can get your own ketchup slices mailed to you, estimated time, around June of this year. Order that for Scott Daly. Order it for Scott birthday. Daly. His birthday is coming up. Somebody should order Scott Daly some ketchup roll-ups. Ketchup roll-ups. Roll Ew. All right, this next story, when I saw it, I'm like, this seems like something that Greg would find amazing and that I would think that you might know existed. Greg, have you ever heard of people called cow artists? Artists? No. Cow artists. What is a cow artist? So farmers do this sometimes, and this is about a Kansas farmer and a self-proclaimed cow artist who decided to use – and the animals are alive. It's not like he's, like, piecing them out and, like, making, like, art with, like, cows. No, these are alive cows. Here's the cow with five legs. Here's the These cow. are live cows. Oh, by the way, I'm reading Oryx and Crake right now. Don't that, spoil anything. I'm not, but you know it's about animals. Don't no, and, I don't. Yes, Rick was here talking to us about it. Did you not listen to him? Uh, yeah, I, yes, I yes, I listened to a little bit of it, but I would rather not have anything spoiled for me. I'm not spoiling anything. I'm I saying. feel like you're about to. No, it's very Margaret Atwoody. It's Warm it up, very yes. disturbing. I'm about to. A Kansas farmer and self-proclaimed cow artist has used about 300 of his cows. To spell out the word hi to the SpaceX rocket. So he was able, he likes to make shapes and words with his cows. How does he get the cows when to he stay feeds still? Them. When he feeds them, he puts, oh. he spells things. So you can find this. So this guy's name is uh, Derek Klingenberg. He's a cattle farmer um, who previously went viral for videos showing him playing the trombone for his cows. And he uses his feed truck to herd the cows into different cow art images. So this latest one is just him herding his cows to spell out the word hi to the Tesla-toting <laughs> SpaceX rocket. Uh, Klingenberg said, uh, my cows and I are super pumped about the SpaceX shooting a Tesla into outer space. We decided to, we want to do our own space amazing this farmer style. Farmer style. Klingenberg says he's going to try and get a satellite picture of it to prove that the SpaceX rocket could see the message from space. The farmer says he receives daily satellite images of his farm from Farmer's Edge, a company that uses Planet Lab satellites. So he estimates the time of the next photo. He estimated the time of the next photo and has attempted to coordinate it with his feed truck high stunt. Did you see the little picture of the cow? I did. It's pretty good. It's kind of adorable. Cow artist. All right, I'm just going to keep going. A driver in the UK. Got into trouble after he attempted to pass off a novelty Homer Simpson driver's license as his own personal identification card. (laughs) 
An officer in Thames County, the United Kingdom, in England, recently stopped an unidentified male driver. Wait, it's not Thames, is it? Thames. It's Thames, right? You're the one that lived there. What's the river? It was the River Thames, yeah. Is it? I don't think that's how you pronounce it. Pretty sure it's Thames. Times? Teams? What do you think? What do you think it is? Um, I thought it was the yeah, because like how do you how would you pronounce the word that spelled Gloucester? Gloucester. No, it's Gloucester. Okay. Then so what I think is it's River it? Thames. I think it's Thames. Thames. I thought it was Tim's. Yeah, I always thought it sounded like Tim. John says. I thought that Tims? was it too. Thames. 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 The River That's Thames. What it is. With an e, not an i. Okay. Or an A. Thames. Sorry, everybody listening in London. I know we have a lot of London. <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyway, let's just go on to that. That's the least interesting part of this story. So this guy tried to use a... Thames. The River Thames. We already yeah. established that. I'm just making sure. Okay. So he tried to use a novelty Homer Simpson driver's license to get away with not having an actual driver's license. So an officer from the Thames Valley... Recently stopped an unidentified male driver, uh, and the officer was handed a license, not of the person driving, but in fact, a picture of Homer Simpson making his signature doe face and the signature H. Simpson. So details of the incident were shared online by the department's Twitter account. (laughs) The Thames Valley Police said the driver's car was seized and he was reported for driving with no insurance and driving without a proper license. (laughs) Did he claim to be Homer Simpson? No, he didn't really give an explanation, but it did have Homer Simpson's address listing uh, 28 Springfield Way, USA. (laughs) Although um, somebody online said, clearly a fake, said a user, because Homer lived at 742 Evergreen Terrace. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was a fake of a fake. It's layers of fake on fake. Yeah, this is. All right. And finally, we had that story, um, I don't know, probably a couple months back about the guy who was trying to, was it drunkenly order a burrito or something at a bank? That sounds right. Yeah. Like he drove up to a bank teller and tried yes. to order yeah, some sort of fast the, food. Yeah, went through the drive-thru. I thought yeah, it was yeah. Taco Bell or something. Yeah. So this is starting to become a trend because now a woman has been arrested after trying to order a sandwich at a jail security booth. I think she chose poorly. This is 44-year-old Elizabeth. Not Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Uh, DeFonzo drove up to a security booth in Long Island. Oh, that sounds about right. At Long Island's Riverhead Correctional Facility and tried to order a breakfast sandwich <laughs> as if it were a drive through <laughs> uh, yeah, DeFonzo approached the def- deputy sheriff sitting in the booth, again, at the jail, at the correctional facility <laughs> booth, security booth, um, and attempted to order a bacon, egg, and cheese breakfast sandwich. The deputy told DeFonzo that she was, in fact, not at a drive-thru, but at a correctional facility. Uh, DeFonzo allegedly, again, repeated her request for a <laughs> breakfast sandwich. Say it louder if people don't <laughs> understand the first time. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Well, while the interaction was taking place, the deputy observed that the driver's pupils were dilated, glassy, and, ha- and she had a white powder residue on her <laughs> nostrils. This is real? Yes. Additionally, DeFonso did not have a valid license. She was placed under arrest after having a low performance on a sobriety test. She was tra- charged with driving while ability impaired and driving without a license. 
Oh, Lizbeth. I mean, who doesn't like a good breakfast sandwich? I mean, they're delicious. I kind of want one right they now. They are, yeah. I know. Okay. All right, there you have it. There's, there's, your, there's your world of crazy. That was an excellent world of crazy, Oh, was Sarah. it? Thank you, Greg. That was an excellent I, I appreciate you being so honest with me. All right. Um, I've got a tiny bit of ball talk, oh, or we can save it for tomorrow. What do you want? Um, I know you have. I know we're early because you have to go. But yeah, let's save it for tomorrow because we'll talk a little bit about the final point ready to turn in of champions. Oh yeah, because it restarts tomorrow, right? It does restart tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The tournament of champions starts back up with the Sweet Sixteen tomorrow. Sweet Sixteen. Oh, I'm excited. Sarah. I hope that I don't even know what teams I picked, but I hope that they do good. <laughs> Oh, boy, I'm just real excited for oh it. Oh, boy, I'm excited for my teams. Oh, go teams. I'm taking a look at when the first game is really quick. Oh, because they pro- do they start in the morning? No, it'll start later and later as there's less games. No, not till 4 o'clock. That's when the games start. 4 o'clock Pacific. Is that your stomach or Yes, I, was, oh I didn't God. know if that came through in the microphone or not. <laughs> yeah, I could hear that. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone who tunes in to Fun Employment Radio. Big thank you to our fine sponsor, Next Adventure. Oh, they are a fine sponsor. They're quite wonderful. Nextadventure.net. And Next Adventure actually has their spring warehouse sale. It's coming up, I believe, this weekend. Awesome. And you can get so many good two, things. It's a really, really good deal. March 24th and 25th, 20 to 80% off in every single department. So it's all the stuff they're basically all the stuff that they didn't sell over the winter, you're going to get it hugely marked down. Yeah. I mean, it's a good time to go stock up A on winter stuff, but also whatever summer surplus stuff they have from last year. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to get a new tent for this year, you're thinking, you know, maybe in June, July, you want to go camping, get it now. Get it now from Next Adventure and get it for a huge discount and support a local Portland business. You can order online as well. So nextadventure.net, wherever you are. So order it. Send us in a picture of whatever you order. Yeah. Like, that would be cool because someone can show them. And but, spring, you know, Greg, first day of spring was yesterday, which means summer is right around the corner. Yes. Well, you know I like savings. And Next Adventure does have this. Nextadventure.net, March 24th and 25th. Save 20 to 80% off. That was off so personalized, Greg. I liked it. The spring warehouse clearance sale. Awesome. No, I'm seriously going to buy some stuff. Oh, I know that you will. Yeah, I will be. I know. We go every year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Super good deals. Wow. They've got a camping hammock. I've been wanting a camping hammock. Okay, never mind. I'll stop. Yeah, you've been talking about a camping hammock for a long time. I have been. I do want to get one. Uh, Anyway, coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, about 6.30 p.m., we'll be Geek in the City. Geek in the City. If you are a member of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, you also get to listen to the shows on the network, and that is today, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Tune in for Geek in the City. Thanks so much, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Now I really want a breakfast sandwich. Yeah, you always say that. Oops. <laughs>